Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Hey. You thinking about doing steroids? Yeah. If there's a drug that will uh, make other things like muscly get big, oh, I'll take that in a second. Dave and Mahoney. It has nothing yep. to do with you ladies. You guys are seem fine even yep. with the most man, We got thing. workouts too. We got Kegels. No, <laughs> that, yeah, you can actually do a workout. Don't matter do how many right push-ups now, I do. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Today we're going to kick things off with some good news and some bad news. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, AI is already lying to us. So a professor at Texas A&M Commerce failed more than half of his class after ChatGPT falsely claimed that it wrote their papers, prompting the university to withhold their diplomas. Oh, cool. So I can't graduate college this, you know, this four-year ordeal that I've paid tens of, not hundreds of thousands of dollars to attend to move on with my life, but I'm getting held back now because a guy is accusing me of doing something that he just did. He used chat GPT to try to say, I use chat GPT. Well, That's so, such a good point, Mahoney. Like, yeah, really, what, what this are the lazy most piece of garbage. I was just going to say, one of the most insufferable things about some professors, not all, whenever I went to school, was the fact that they don't allow you to use resources. Now, I understand that AI is doing a lot of the work for a lot of students right now. It's a, it's a paper. It's not the end of the world, right? Like you just said, they put hundreds no, of thousands of dollars into doing this. And like you're using ChatGPT to cut corners too. And also, can we just talk about for one second why, like if you're not allowed to use resources, when in the real world Ever. are you not allowed to use resources? Ever. Like right. trying to figure something out, unless you're just like stranded and like you're not going to be like, you're, you're not, unless you're like away from the internet and you're in the middle of nowhere. And then at that point, you're 100%. not looking to to remember uh, whatever you're, you, you but that's were. that's the thing is like, the resource is not available then. But in real life, you can use whatever resources yes. are available. So, again, this professor uh, didn't realize that chat GPT is not actually designed to be able to identify the, the content that it creates. Yes. So him doing this was poorly researched to begin with. Yeah. Like if, if he had just searched that, he would have known that chat GPT doesn't even have that capability. Well, but also if you're doing a paper off of unoriginal ideas, of course there is going to be some overlay. Does that make sense? Like if you're coming up with a paper that is, you know, a, an academic study, you're going to have something that's going to sound familiar. I mean, that's why there's that's why you have to paraphrase in academic research. The thing that pisses me off about this the most is that his default was I'm just going to fail half of the class and, yeah. and they don't get their, their and diplomas. And accuse you of cheating. Yeah. Right. It's disgusting. Yeah, because fire that is an expulsion. Yeah. Dr. Jared Mum looking at you. Uh, some good news today as well. It is a myth that women lose interest in sex as they enter midlife. They actually followed 3,200 women for 15 years, and that's just not true. Sex was very important to these women, even as they got older. The real story here is that the women are just uninterested in sex with us. Yeah, that's not it. They're, they're, yeah, they're, their sex drive is through the roof. They just don't want to have sex with you anymore. It, it has nothing to do with the Step up your sex game, drive. son. It is us. Dave Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, don't you love it when the billionaires fight? Because that's kind of what's been going on with Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that quote from uh, from Elon Musk talking about Jeff Bezos, saying that he looks like he is uh, partying a little bit too much, spending, quote, too much time in the hot tub. And if he wants to win the space race, then he better step up his game. I don't th- See, here's the thing. Jeff Bezos don't think about Elon Musk. Yeah, but Elon That's Musk, a, yeah, has got Jeff Bezos living in his head rent-free. I mean, a hundred Like, Bezos, like, whether you th- agree with his work practices or not, that dude live Like, if any, like, as far as having, like, a couple hundred billion dollars, living pretty good. No well, kidding. I was going to say, like, if anybody were to become a major billionaire, they would live their life in hopes, just like Jeff Bezos did. Ended up getting another wife who is just as great, seemingly enough, as Mackenzie. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Super hot girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he know better. Oh, that's true. I mean, he that does was the most. Better. I mean, he. This dude's the, one of the richest guys in the world, and he still had the most. He had the world's most expensive divorce. Yeah, yeah ever billions in history. Of dollars, yeah. billions. And Mackenzie is great, but aside from that, like super hot girlfriend now has like this. She's just yachting across the country, and he doesn't even really. He's not the owner of Amazon anymore, right? Like he's like no, the no, second he's the part owner. owner. Yeah. He's like the CEO owner, he, but he, he stepped down from CEO. Exactly. Yeah. So but you get all of the reward without any like paying attention to stuff. It seems like Jeff Bezos is like banging his hot girlfriend on his $500 million super yacht while Elon Musk is like 
Desperately up on tweeting. Adderall, like tweeting is. Yeah. No, man, he's not jacked up on Adderall. He's roided out of his mind. Nah, right it's, now. it's a combination. <laughs> oh, God. He is absolutely on like trend. Oh, <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, but the reason why I bring this up is because NASA just announced on Friday that it has chosen Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin to develop the human landing system on the moon. So this Ooh. is a pretty big deal. I mean, this is a $3.4 billion contract with NASA. So pretty good one. But obviously, Elon Musk and SpaceX, they were the ones that thought that they had this on lock. And now, um, no more monopoly on the moon for Elon Musk, which I'm kind of here for. I'm, yeah. I'm still not over Elon Musk ruining Twitter. He absolutely trashed my favorite social media platform. It's the worst. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but Jeff Bezos out here getting a, a huge deal. Wow. He's still banging his hot girlfriend on his $500 million yacht. So take that, Elon. Mm-hmm. Dave Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I have a weird superstition that I follow. I always have to wear mismatched socks on Wednesday or else I feel like something bad will happen. You guys have any strange habits like that? Message deleted. I mean, I'd say it's maybe a strange habit to some that I basically wear the same thing every single day. I mean, is that not a- the same clothes? But when I when I find something that I like, I will buy 15 shirts at the same time. I bought 10 more pairs of my favorite underwears from the Duluth Trading Company. You love those things. The armachillos. Yeah, so uh, do they have different designs or are they all the same? Uh, I started off with all black, but now I've, I've ventured out because they are they are stupid expensive when you're not. I, I don't recommend buying them at retail price because they're like $30 each. $30 for but undies. I've, I've had them for like years. They, they hold up, they last for they last, many, many okay. years. But that's still a big investment into underwear. But I like to buy the... Uh, like seasonally themed ones. So, and since you I got love Christmas undies, oh, since I have Christmas, hold on, let's let's take this a little further. What is the the most ridiculous holiday that you're celebrating via your underwear? No, it's only Christmas. Oh, it's only, it's only Christmas, Christmas okay, underwear okay. because you know, hey, <laughs> if you're gonna unwrap a package, I don't know if you. <laughs> <laughs> what a disappointing okay. gift. <laughs> I thought you'd have like Christopher Columbus Day. Underwear. I mean, but that would be technically mismatched for the season. Do you yeah. ever wear your Christmas oh, underwear? Wear, it all doesn't year matter. Wear? I don't like here's the thing. Okay. One person sees me in my underwear and so That's not it, true. We also see you in your underwear because you've been uh working on setting up the studio here. Uh-huh. You've been doing a lot of bending over and we've been seeing that now. He's got a new belt, Dave. I do have a new belt. Yeah, you're real proud of that new belt, too. I bought a second one. Did you really? Yeah. I forget, I, God, I wish I could say, like, his NXT belt or something. Yeah. Oh, God. Mahoney, can you probably attempt to describe the type of belt that you just purchased that you're jacked up on? Because it feels like it's the 2023 version of, like, an 80s-style belt. So it is a... It's like a braided belt. It yeah. is, is a 100% braided belt. But it's not leather. But it's not leather. It's elastic. And I'll tell you, so the problem with elastic belts which elastic belts are phenomenal for like if you're a little bit heavier like me mm-hmm. belts just dig in and they 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 you know they're they're not good but the problem with elastic belts they're more comfortable but they get loose throughout the day so they yeah. kind of defeats the purpose this belt is called a next belt which i bought At randomly golf course just this is the one belt they had and i'm like i need a belt but it's so it's elastic braided belt but it has like little notches in it so it's the, it's the most comfortable belt I've ever I've ever worn. Have you tried looping it and dropping it down like the old school braided leather belts? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like looping it around and then dropping it underneath yeah. oh, the like back part of the belt. Oh, if I was like a ska <laughs> yeah. before, or like a, a skater from 1994 right. with my Jankos. a good look. Uh, yes, <laughs> I actually that's the, the day we golfed. That's what I had to do. Did you really? It, I didn't even notice it. Because yeah. it was a 50 inch waist. Yeah. And that's, you didn't notice him, Dave. That's, no, that's hurtful. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I see you now, brother. Yeah, I see you now. But Please I, leave a message. Yeah. But belts, we need... I, we do not need to bring back belts. The problem is, yeah, what? Stop why they got <laughs> such a bad <laughs> stigma when they literally, like, they're the best belt because with, like, leather belts with ho- defined holes... They're, they're the nickelback of belts. They just got overplayed a little bit. They'll come back. Don't you worry, buddy. I just wanted to say that I recently found out my neighbor is a clown. Like, a real, full-on clown. Not really sure how to feel about it, but I can't stop thinking about it. Message Why deleted. Why don't you mind your own business? Oh, Mahoney, stop. If you found out you are so, first of all, no, you are the most paranoid person no, in the world. If you had found out that your neighbor was a clown. Are we talking you, rodeo clown or are we talking kids party matter. clown? Doesn't you have matter. to go to clown college. That is an educated clown man. You know, he's just out here trying Who to provide. I thought that Mahoney would be standing for the clowns? Because he legit had a neighbor that came in 
and was a little too friendly. And he was like, no way, this person's a murderer. And doesn't think for one second that if you had a clown move in next door, that would also possibly There's be one, a murderer. There's one serial killer that was a clown, and now all of a sudden every it's clown. You, you don't know that. That's, that's too, nah, too we're many. talking Gacy. <laughs> But I'm talking Pennywise. Oh, you're talking about the real life one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Terrifying. Yeah. Clowns, man. Like, unless you're actively doing something like running away from a bull, you're creepy. You're not really running away from a bull. They run towards the bull to help oh, the people. Oh, shut up. <laughs> not get run over by the bull. This is to all those people who are so concerned with what everybody thinks of them. You wouldn't be as concerned with how others thought of you if you knew how seldom they did. Bye. Message deleted. I mean, that is the truth. That's the spot, actually really the good spotlight advice. spotlight effect, yeah. you know, if you think that everybody is noticing what you are doing, nobody cares. There were there was some clip that I saw recently online, and, and a guy who's been very successful was talking about uh, when you're younger, not being so self-conscious. He's yeah. like, in your 20s, that's all you can think about is what people think about you. In your 30s, you start to care a little bit less. By the time you get to your 40s, hopefully, you don't really care at all. By the time you're 50, you actively don't. And then by the time you get to 60, you realize they were never thinking about you to begin See, with. it's really funny, though, because I feel like this new generation, the 20s, are putting whatever they want wherever they want. And and the older people find it all cringy. It's like, I would never do that. And the 20-year-olds are like, who cares? No, but there is also like some really stupid kids out there. But it should be liberating to think that <laughs> and to know that people aren't scrutinizing every tiny move you make. Yeah. Like, because again, it's like something stupid that, how many times have you said something stupid? A lot. Or Not just missaid something and then it sure. replays in your head all day long for a decade. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm in therapy. It happens. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. I know that you guys don't have kids yet, but uh, children are ruthless. And let me just tell you something that happened this weekend. So uh, the Mario movie came out, which is a really big deal for my kids because we went and saw it in theaters. They loved it, have not stopped talking about it. I'm here for it because that was a part of my youth experience as well. You introduced Mario and the Switch into your kids' lives, what, probably like eight months ago or something yeah. like that? Yep. And so, and they've been all about it. Yeah, they love Mario Kart, they love Mario World, all of that they stuff. They beat you yet at uh, Mario Kart? Never. <laughs> you think that some parents are like, oh, I'm gonna let my sweet little child beat me. Not a single time. See, Dave, you gotta learn the hard way, my kid. parents did that to me and I turned out great. <laughs> They, they let you win? No. The other way around? I am so competitive. That's right. Legit, my dad would play video games with me and never let me win unless I actually won. And I am so competitive today. And it turned out great. That's, it turned out great. I'm fine. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll let them have the illusion that they're going to win. But I got a red shell. Pow! Right at the last second. Oh. <laughs> no, blue shells should be You can. Nah, blue shells illegal. only if you're last place in Mario Kart. It should be illegal. Yeah. They, they should, should be, be illegal. illegal. It's garbage. Sitting there in first place, mm-hmm. minding my own business, whooping your ass. You hit me with a blue shell. Now you're get in out seventh. Of here. So <laughs> my kids are watching the uh, the new Mario movie, and all parents will understand this. Like you're sitting on the couch, just trying to like watch a movie with them, and it is a constant barrage of like, I want this, I want that, like just different snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my oldest daughter asked for ramen. And I'm like... Ramen for watching a movie? Yeah, just so random. She that, just comes well, over and hands me a pack of a, ramen. That's so weird. Well, like, I should have handed her a pack of ramen right back. It's crunchy. There you go. So, you can uh, eat it. You can eat it. You, you don't understand what it's like to be poor and in college like I was, kids. Sometimes yeah. you have to go waterless ramen. Yeah, this is not a treat. <laughs> Wait, I poured my water this out of sentence. my ramen whenever I was her age. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I always... I didn't leave ramen. I always made my ramen as just straight up noodles. Noodles with nope. the sauce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that little packet? That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Still. Especially, especially if you're taking it to the couch to watch the Mario movie, you can't have soup. Nah. And so I made the ramen, and I go to move the pot just quickly with my hands, but... I guess this particular pot, like the handles get really super hot, Ooh. and I burned the hell out of my Let finger. Let me see your finger. So it's better now because I iced Ow, it for like two hours. But it's blistered. Oh, you got like the, the you got like an ET finger. I do because the, the top of your finger is very swollen. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, oh, <man>. uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's yeah, how you get infection, ED man. Finger, it's, a, it's a blister. Yeah. But so, long story short, I, I'm like, ah, you know. And my daughter walks over. She goes, Daddy, what happened? I'm like, I just burned myself. She goes. You're not as tough as Donkey Kong. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, that's not a very nice thing to say, Sienna, when someone's making you food and they just burn themselves. She's like, he probably just would have walked it off, rubbed some dirt on it. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Mm. 
You know, everyone's out there looking for love in their own unique way. And some people think, you know, the place where I'm going to find love, even though I've been searching high and low, the one place I haven't looked yet is Craigslist. And if I just go there, surely I'm going to be lucky. Because even though I had this encounter with this person in real life, I didn't I didn't shoot my shot. I didn't mm-hmm. take my opportunity. Yeah. So that they, they definitely must be on Craigslist also searching for me. Dave, many years ago, when we were just young broadcasters, we took a solemn oath in our best friend's Rich friend's dad's basement that was aligned with wood paneling on the wall and shag carpet on the ground. We put our hands on a stack of penthouse, forum letters, and playboys, hustlers, and the occasional, the occasional. Dude, you do this every single time we do the misconnection inspection, and you always screw it up. What's the other one? (laughs) Maxim. You say occasional hustler, but you already said hustler. So you make penthouse forums, hustlers. And you can never get through the friends, rich dad's basement wood panel. We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there eventually. Uh, This first one is entitled Strictly Ballroom. This is a man for a woman. Love that movie. At the medical center waiting room on Monday, we were together and chatting about sitting there all day in our adverse health effects. Dancing, choreographed, and professional came up as something that you said you did or wanted to do for exercise, but before now, didn't have the time or money. Been thinking about you since Monday. Would love to meet up, you know, strictly ballroom. I the face that I just made, I had give me like a visceral reaction. Like I don't like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what do you mean? I'm sitting, I mean, sitting well, here I, a medical enough, trying to make small talk while I'm bleeding and you're like thinking about hooking up. I don't know. I know or he just really wants to dance, Dave. Think about all the calories you can burn. True. How much fun. You can put on one of those big zoot suits. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, with the suspenders. Oh, yeah. Here's one entitled Cute Braces. They don't call it swing dancing for nothing. That's all I'm saying. Cute braces. Uh, Don't like the connotation here either. This is a man for a woman. I love that smile of yours. Nope. You asked to sit at my table. You had a black hat, black shirt, and braces. I had my sunglasses on, and my beard is overgrown. LOL. Let me take you out sometime. I don't want to bug you, but... You were there with with your friends, and I didn't. I didn't take my. I don't care if you are a fifty or sixty year old woman. If you've got braces, and some dudes like your braces are cute, you're a creep. You that are, is creepy. You are, you are a yeah. straight up creep the, the, ass creeper. The connotation of yep. braces being cute, and that's yep. the thing that you notice. It wasn't with, anything else. With your overgrown beard, yeah, yeah. lock yeah. this man up. Yeah, this guy lock is him a up. predator. Uh, this one is entitled "You said badass three times. I gave you a penny, dude." This, Craigslist is on fire today. This is a man for a woman. You are wearing an embroidered vest or shirt. I did not recognize I have no phone and you are badass as flirting. I was just eating marshmallows in my station wagon. Ah! If you were flirting and want to continue with a 74-year-old artistic mystical crypto guy, I am interested in finding out who you are. We got a dude who's almost 75 who's a crypto bro who loves marshmallows. (laughs) And he's mystical. And he's got a station wagon. Dude, this guy is You know what? He deserves to find love. I like him. He deserves if, this. If you don't hit him up, I will. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe. Whew, that is something. Uh, this next one's entitled Sob Lovers. Oh, oh, no. Is there Sob Lovers out there? I don't want to know what this is, Dave. Sob like a car, not Sob oh, like a car. Oh, Like, dude, they haven't made sobs in like 15 years. I know, right? Uh, there's a man for a woman. For the man that I saw uh, Friday afternoon, we were both driving sobs. You saw me at the gas station and waved. You told, your, uh, told me yours was 02. Mine, 98. We chatted from afar. I should have gotten your name. I would love to talk more. Respond with the name of the gas station that we were at. Sob lovers. That, that is something pretty unique, though. I mean, if you're out there I haven't seen a around, sob on the road in 10 years. If you're cruising around your 98 sob, you see somebody with an 02 sob, you're like, hello, friend. I don't even think I know what a sob looks like. Because, yeah, they haven't been around for your, your adult life. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Shattering all of the stereotypes of Canadians being nice and mild mannered, one crazy Canadian went on a car keying crusade, Mahoney. A car keying crusade, you that's say, right. Dave? I was really doubling down on the alliteration. And then Mahoney wanted to say it as well, so yeah. that's why he repeated it. Not the <laughs> wrong such with a that. good alliteration. A crazy Canadian on a car king crusade. Strong. <laughs> uh, this particular Canadian, they're, they're looking for a woman. They believe it's a 40 to 50-year-old female that keyed 400 vehicles. Oh, yeah. man. They need to get her into the town square, get four meese, and draw and quarter her. Why 400? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but they said about $500,000 worth of damage. I feel Ooh. like 400 is a very specific number. And like, were they going through and having to 
recount every car keying that she had ever done. Dude, did she have place one of those, the day like, and the time. Like clickers that like a bouncer has. Right. How do you know 400 cars? <laughs> Keeping track of that. I feel like if I were living in this vicinity and I had any damage done to my car, I'd be like, yeah, 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 for sure. I was I was involved in this incident yeah, as well. Yeah. You see where the headlights victim. falling out? That's from the king lady. I am a victim. <laughs> uh, this is a really interesting story. This guy's name is Chandler David Simmons. He's 26 years old and he's been arrested at a high school in Florida. The first trespassing came in January when he gained access to the campus and a security officer confronted him. He falsely claimed that he was an assistant wrestling coach. Anyway, he gets the boot off the campus. The second incident was in February, and he was trying to jump over a gate to get onto the campus. Creepy again. And then the third and final trespassing occurred this month. He was found by the school's athletic director, and he was lifting weights in the gym. This guy is the epitome of peaked in high school. Like, he just wants to go back, relive the days. Whatever you could just, like, go back on the field and not get in trouble. I feel like (laughs) what they should do, again, I am all for interesting ways to punish people. Make this guy sit in an auditorium with a bunch of high school kids for, like, six hours and let them just brutalize him as far as just, like, tell him all the mean things these, you just know, no him. empathy yeah. having teenagers have. Yeah. yeah. And Pull up just, his Instagram. And yeah. just destroy <laughs> every bit of confidence. Shame him on social media. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and finally, we've, we've talked about this a lot during the Redneck Report, but I'm going to double down here because... That, instead of King Solomon, King Solomon, oh, like, for yeah. the, the Instagram version. Now, it took you a second, but you got we should, there. We, okay. should, we, should, we should think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, we should not. Okay. So uh, a Florida man stole a vehicle and was running from the cops. And again, we had that dude who stole the uh, the massive military vehicle not mm-hmm. that long ago. Uh, this time, fire truck. Dude. That would be a lot but of fun. But it's really man. hard to drive a fire truck unless you got the guy in the back, right? Do At least that's what I've been led to believe. Is the guy in the back like your, your co-pilot? The rear captain? Yeah. Is he? Does he help drive? I don't the think so, The rear admiral, man. I believe. I don't think that's what they're called. I think, is there a steering oh, wheel back there? There's not a steering wheel back there. I think there is a steering wheel you in the back. T- you have two steering wheels and a fire truck? There I think it's so you can make the cut the corners. There is I think <laughs> no. it, Dude, I think that's a thing. Mommy, you have a computer in front of you right now. Double okay. dog dare you okay. to Google that. Because that is, what is it? Like a, whenever you had those, those. New student driver cars where yeah, there's two steering two wheels brakes. and two brakes. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah. First thing I said in Google, do fire trucks have two steering wheels? Very first result. No. It has two drivers with separate steering wheels, wheels for the front and wheels for the back. Oh, wow. That's a new fact. I would like an apology. I'm sorry, I Mahoney. don't believe you. This is David Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. Dave and Mahoney. Our contestant today for Cover Your Ears is Rhonda. So you got to figure out the artist and the song for each one of these. And it's challenging because they're obviously not the originals. They're covered by people. They're put online. And some of these we really did some mining for. We've got a couple in here that are sub 100 views today. And that's where we'll start out. Well, the first artist is Willie with a Y. And it's only got 79 views. So looking for the artist and the song on this one. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Here we go. Jeez. I mean, that was, I mean, we, they took it to another level. That was a little much. Mm-hmm. You know what? I didn't really like the tone of that cowbell, though. I didn't either. Yeah. It sounded, it sounded a little hollow. hollow. Yeah, it did. Yep. Rhonda, what do you got? I think it's Don't Fear the Reaper. Bye. Um, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Full one point. for one. Good job. Excellent. Uh, you do have some lifelines if you need it. You can tag Mahoney in once if necessary, Audrey in once Hello. if necessary also. Uh, this next one is actually quite popular. One of the more popular ones that we've maybe ever had. 326,000 views on this one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's by uh, an artist named Joey Triado. Good luck to you. 30 more seconds on the clock. What's your name? What's your name?
that's real nice. All right. <laughs> Rhonda, do you know it or do you need some help on that one? Um, the time of the season. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of it? That That's time of the season, yep. Bye. Uh, um, I don't know. Audrey? I don't know you know it either, happened? girl. I I knew the I knew the title, but not the sorry. But you get to keep it because I yeah yeah. No, yeah take it back, take it back. She and was just going to say, Audrey. Use... I bet you don't know it either. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. And honestly, <laughs> whenever you were playing this game, you don't want to use me for halfy anyway. So yeah, yeah. Audrey's never good for a halfy. <laughs> no, uh, only a holy. But you you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. Let's just move on. Here we go on to number three. That was the zombies. Yes, it was the, the zombies. Thank you, The Mahoney. zombies. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, people. Move it on. Here we I didn't hate it. I've heard worse versions. That, so, that wasn't terrible. Yeah. Summer four, 69, Brian Adams. There you go. 436 views on that one. Full point for you, Rhonda. You're doing great. Two and a half in total. Here we go on to number four. Uh, the lifelines are still intact. I see why that one has 47 views. <laughs> oh, I mean, they... Uh, that was painful. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, do you know it? Paint it black, Rolling Stone. There you go. With ease. You are very, very good Dude, at this game. I feel like every TV show in the world is using like a uh, like a covered version of that now. Well, not Started only with that, Westworld but it's, and yes. Willow, yeah. and, and they make it like try like make it like very creepy or and more mysterious, and it's always like a very slow version. Mm-hmm. Just, just pay oh. the Rolling Stones their royalties. Right. Just the royalties. Yeah, come on. All right, final one here, uh, Rhonda. All you need is a half point on this, and you are going to win today. I will tell you, this one's got 1,800 views. Uh, it is a recorder instrumental cover of this song. So it <laughs> Our is... favorite elementary school uh, <laughs> yeah. musical instrument. Dude, I could, I could play three blind mice like you wouldn't believe on the Oh, hell yeah. B-A-G. Unfortunately, we have to stop it right there, but I was, I've i never said these words before. Sir, you can play the Dickens out of that recorder. That is amazing. <laughs> Annie? That was incredible. Uh, Rhonda, for the win, can you do it at least a half point? Uh, I almost had it. I'm going to have to uh, tag in a lifeline here. Okay, let, let me just roll back this this last part here to see if it jogs anything for <laughs> it's you. okay, Dave. Also, mostly because I just want to hear a little bit more <laughs> this of this. so bad. This is, this is awesome. so great. <laughs> that was the part that made me think I almost had it, but I still don't. All right, Mahoney, bring it home. All we need is a half point. One of my favorites from Queen, that is Bohemian Rhapsody. There it is. Can you hear it now that at the very end, whenever we're going boom, 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 are you going to play it again, If you know yeah. it, I can play it back for you because <laughs> I'd be like, happy just, to. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you sure? Okay. I'm with you, Dave. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you got really interesting viewing habits. And I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just you are the queen of going back and rediscovering shows that have been out for, like, 25 years. Well, I can't help whenever I finally decide that something is of interest to me. 
<laughs> and I just started watching The Sopranos about 24 years too late. Yeah, well, you... You uh, just now started watching The Sopranos. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. You've never watched a single episode before? So I, like, casually viewed it before in the past. And um, so, I, I mean, and I understand what the end is. I have seen the end. Yeah. But there's seven seasons. I think they actually, which was really annoying, I noticed it was like 6A and 6B is what they called the final two seasons. Oh, The Sopranos were yeah. the ones that started that nonsense with the mid-season. That's the yeah. one thing they are... Well, they started the not only the split season, but they also started the extended periods between seasons. A year and a half off. I think there was between, I think, five and six, we were closer to two years. Wow. That's That's crazy. So that's really annoying. But, you know, so as I'm watching it and as I'm viewing it, it's really funny because, first of all, okay, so please help me. What's the um, main character's, the actor's name? James Gandolfini. Okay, he looks so much younger yeah. than I actually was remembering him to look. Well, because when you probably when you first stumbled across it, whether you know you're you just casually watching it, you were sure. a kid and you just looked like a man, right? Yeah, yes. And now you're like, oh, like he's kind of like a young dude. And I don't find him unattractive. And yeah, he's, <laughs> you're like, hey, he's no, kind of good looking, I, and it's kind of hot like how he's mean. Like, you know? like yeah. he's, he's got well, he's, he's got a swagger he about does. him. Yeah, that's he what does. It was. So that's one of the the most striking things about this is I'm like. He's not that old, or I'm just getting older, and he's kind of hot. You know what's really funny is, like, <laughs> as we get older and you start to go back and watch some of that stuff, like, I'm watching Saturday Night Live, like, and I'll rerun, I'm like, hey, Chris Farley's not that fat. No. Right. No, he's not. And, and obviously, also kind of hot. Yeah, like, kind of, like, good-looking guy. Yeah. You're like, ah, like, I get it. Like, when I was younger, he was just a, a fat, funny guy, yeah. and now I'm like, oh, no, he's, yeah. It, like, when, when they would put, like, George Costanza as, like, the fat, funny guy, yeah. and you're like... This guy's in pretty good shape. <laughs> yes. Good and, for and, Jason Alexander. Yeah. But in relative terms to whatever unhealth that he has become in 2023, right? Like, for I mean, sure. But, but, but yeah, no, as I've been watching it, and also therapy is for everyone, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> even Tony Soprano. Even Tony Soprano. Look, <laughs> looking at those release dates, so season five came out June 6, 2004. It's when it debuted. It took two years till June 4, 2006 for the beginning part of 2000 or uh, season six. Yeah. And then another year, June of 2007, for the final part Jeez. of the last season. So that was, it just felt like it dragged on forever. They, you know, I know there's a lot of people who debate how it ended. I don't know. I thought it was one of those perfect series, too. Didn't go on too long. Left a, close. A, a door open. And, uh, you know, the movie that came out on HBO during the quarantine, I, did I like thought it. was good. I, I liked it as well. I mean, yeah. I know that some people were kind of dumping on it because it wasn't what they expected. But I thought the movie was, if you just kind of viewed it as a standalone yeah. with the idea that it's sort of a setup for what's to come. But I, I, I thought I liked it. See, Audrey's been playing the long game with this, though. And this is what I find real interesting is that she is so dead set on binging a show in its completion that she's been waiting for the, the, the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, she wanted to make sure that they weren't just going to surprise releases another season. Well, they could. Yeah. You know, the way that it ended, they could just like, come back. Well, I mean, well, he, really, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he, he, with his son, his son looks just oh, yeah, like him. Just like him, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I have a challenge for you all. I recently read an article about how 80% of people can't solve this riddle, so I want to see if you guys can. Okay, here it goes. What starts in E and ends in E but only contains one letter? Message deleted. I? Oh, E. What starts with but do, it starts we, with an E and ends with an E and only contains one letter, which would just be E. Hang on. Did she leave the answer? Yeah, I took that out, though, because I wanted you. Like, this is a weird if voicemail. If she just she, called and left us a riddle, I would fight her. No, she called and then she, like, paused for, like, 30 seconds on the message. Oh, like, no, it's still I. No, it would still be the word I. No, like, that's it's, not it. starts with E, ends but with E, the but letter, only contains one letter. But letter I sounds like the letter I. It's not what you think it is. Okay. Well, I don't care about I riddles, riddles, whatever. Yeah, riddles. What's the answer? Envelope. Oh, it, it. Oh, it contains a letter. One letter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Oh God. Like Don't I bet you, I bet you were just a delight Hold at getting together. Uh, I'll block her number now. <laughs> Thank you. Please leave a message after the tone. All right. Which of the seven dwarves would you be? Doc, sleepy, dopey, grumpy, happy, bashful, or sneezy? Now everybody knows Mahoney's sneezy for sure. Message deleted. Mahoney's not sneezy. I would be either sleepy or grumpy, but, yes. but I, how is there not a hungry? Where is like the eighth 
elusive dwarf. Because they were Ubi. working all the time, Mahoney. They didn't have time to be hungry. See, I feel like you're all, burning too many calories. Also, <laughs> I feel like, like all of the dwarves are what happens when you are hangry. Like you're all of those things. Also, like how much money were they sitting on, man? Like they had all them jewels. Yeah. Like, what are these dudes doing, man? They were like the crypto bros of the uh, the olden times. Diamond miners, man. No wonder that Snow White was all up in their business. Dave, you would be Doc. You think so? I do. Okay, why? Um, I think that you would be Doc. What does that mean? <laughs> now, now I feel she like thinks you're insult. old, Dave. Now, now no. that's an insult. Doc was like the the like leader of the group. Okay. And I don't think that you would be grumpy, Mahoney. I don't find you to be grumpy. Sleepy. I I'd think be, you'd be, I'd sleepy. be sleepy. sleepy. I'll take sleepy all day long. Who and are you? I feel like I would either be sneezy or uh, maybe bashful. You're not bashful. But I feel like it would be no. sneezy. You're sneezy, yeah. Or sleepy. And then dude. when you have a few like drinks, then you can be uh, sleazy. <laughs> or <Howdy. a> white. <laughs> uh, no, both of those are incorrect descriptors of me. No, of course not. I, you, you don't actually act like that, but it'd be cool if you did. <laughs> Hey, what's the most underrated fruit? Gold. Message to Underrated fruit? I also, think... what was that accent? <laughs> I don't what's know. the most underrated fruit? So, gold. this is a tough one because... <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, it obviously is subjective. You know, my favorite fruit is pineapple, but I don't feel like pineapple is underrated. I no. think the most underrated fruit <laughs> is cantaloupe. Oh, cantaloupe yeah. is awful. You are nah, awful. Man. Who says cantaloupe? I, no. I think it's good, and, but a lot of people hate on it. See, this it's visceral a- reaction that we're getting right here, that's why I feel like <laughs> cantaloupe is the proper answer. I bet you no. eat ripe cantaloupe. I love cantaloupe. Uh. Yeah. Like, when I go on a cruise, I get nothing but pineapple and cantaloupe, and I eat, like, pounds you of it every day. You a honeydew guy, too? Nah, screw honeydew. Honeydew Mahoney is just, be- is, is just okay. tasteless cantaloupe. You've saved yourself with that. I thought you were going to also be, like, a honeydew nah, guy, and I was nah. going to just... No, I'm gonna have to get out of here. Fruit ever is the uh, the kumquat. What? What is even a kumquat? Say that on the radio. I've never eaten it. You just wanted to say it. Wanted to just say wanted to say it. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present. Are you smarter than a community college dropout? Probably not. Chuck is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? How are you today, Chuck? I'm doing great, sir. Thank you. Mahoney, I've never met a Chuck that doesn't kick some ass, so you may have your hands full today. Dave, you've met like two Chucks ever. They both kicked ass. One of them being Norris. <laughs> I sure have, and you know what he's known for? Kicking ass. That's right. And tight-ass jeans. Like, right. How does, That's how, right. How, how has like jeans been like that? Yeah. That, that was before stretch jeans, too. He was just doing that in the regular old denim. Levi's Wranglers, man. Chuck Actually, Norris. he had his own brand of karate <laughs> jeans Did in the seventies. They had to oh. have like spandex in Bro, them. Bro, oh. I will buy karate jeans right now. Send me the link. I want to buy karate jeans this moment. Fair. All right, Mahoney's going to get out of here. He's going to go to a soundproof studio where he cannot hear Chuck. You and Mahoney going to be asked the same questions today. There is a total of six, so you do have one pass. Feel free to use it whenever you want. I would just encourage you to use it sooner rather than later, so that way it doesn't go to waste. Okay. Final thing, if you, you get one it. right today, it's the Screaming Eagle of Success. If you get one incorrect, it's the Disapproving Pony. Question number one, what is the largest organ in the body? Uh, liver. The liver is correct. I feel like you could have made a pretty good joke there, but you chose not to. Mahoney is going to say in the body, on the body, around the body. Yeah, that's right. Um, question number two, Area 51 is located in which state? New Mexico. That was his guess, Dave. Uh-oh. It's incorrect. I'm sorry. It's in Nevada. Nevada. Southwest. So, you know, right area. But yeah, just a little off on that. All right, here we go. Question number three. A dog sweats through which part of its body? Uh, I think it's his tongue. His toes. We'll accept that. Yeah, it's paws. Paws is, oh, is I thought it was through thing. its tongue. Through its tongue? No. no it's Are you sure about that? Am I sure? Well, I mean, that's what it says on this piece of paper, okay. so I'm that sure, but wow. I don't know. Uh, what year did the original Woodstock take place? 1969. Another one, Chuck. Now we're rolling. All right. Question number five. What color is the EX in the standard FedEx logo? It's either blue or orange. It is. Do I have to pick? You have a pass if you want to use your pass. Uh, I think I'm going to pass. Okay. 
Orange is the correct answer. So there's a number of different FedEx logos, like the FedEx Ground has green, for example. Their trade networks has a yellow. But, uh, yeah, orange is the correct answer there, and it was a good use of the past. Final question. Here we go. You, uh, you got three correct. What is the name of the longest river in South America? South America. Uh, South America. Just think of a really long river and South America. South America. I want to say the Nile. It's probably something different, though. Yeah, you probably use it for two-day shipping. Not the Congo? Mm-mm. <sighs> shipping. Mm-hmm. Shipping? Yeah? Uh, man. Five seconds. Uh, You're close. Also known as the Prime River. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to say the the Nile because I don't know. No, it's the Amazon. It's the Amazon. All right. Come on in, Mahoney. It's all right. It's all right. You did did well. Also, are you like in an aviary right now? Like, is those birds in the background? What's happened? (laughs) I'm under, I'm over by a tree. You're fine. You're you're actually under a tree. tree. That's hilarious. (laughs) You tell those birds to shut up. They're on the radio. I'm going to start singing a Pink Floyd song, too. (laughs) All right, here we go, Mahoney. Question Uh number one. Uh, What is the largest organ in the body? I just love the birds. I think it's the large intestine. Intestine? I mean, if you're talking like pound for pound, <laughs> it's the largest organ of the body. I'm thinking. Uh, okay. I'm going to pass. Okay. The liver. Liver is the correct answer. Are we sure about this, people? Also, it's not the large intestine. <laughs> Inside intestine. the body. Inside the body, Mahoney. <laughs> what? Right. Here we go. Wait, Question- what are you? What are you? Boy, either, nobody. Question number two. You, your, you use, your intestines you use- are an organ. A pass. Okay. No, Question- I'm using that. The, but la- like, check the these- largest, not the longest. Okay. Area 51 is located in which state? That would be Nevada. That is correct. You're on the board with one. Question number three. A dog sweats through which part of its body? Dude, what is going on with these birds, he's man? Sitting, he's sitting under a tree. I just love it. I'm not turning, <laughs> like, this, I'm not turning this phone down because I just want to hear the birds. <laughs> I think a dog sweats through its tongue. It's tongue that is incorrect. Where? It's paws. It's paws. Same difference. Okay. Uh, question number four. What year did the original Woodstock take place? Oh, boy. I know it's the 60s. A few years in the 60s. Yeah, just, you know, like mm-hmm. 10 of them. Yeah, about 10. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. boy. I think because it was such a volatile year, it was... 1968. Close, but you're looking for... 69? Yeah, nice. Yeah. After. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, you got one correct so far. Uh-huh. Two more questions to go. Uh, what color is the EX in the primary FedEx logo? Orange. Orange is correct. Whoa. Screaming sparrow wow. of success. Is it purple and orange? Purple, uh, yeah. Blue, purple, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Um, so, you got two correct. Here we go. Final one. What is the name of the longest river in South America? Uh, that is the Amazon River. Amazon River is correct. That means that you got three right, and Chuck also got three right, which means Ty goes to the caller. Oh, Chuck wins. To the Dave and Mahoney Show. So this weekend, my little baby just took a tumble right off the bed. And you're right, kids are resilient. They bounce back, thankfully, quite well. But I'm just laying in bed, still sleeping. I just hear, and just just screaming like, "Hey, I'm not faking it. Like that, uh-huh. that really this actually is a real. <laughs> this is a real, uh, real life emergency. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on Facebook, Tom said, "Not sure if this counts, but when I was three or four years old, I fell headfirst into a saguaro cactus. Oh, <laughs> oh." <laughs> Wait, so are we just talking about the scariest times you've ever fallen and he fell and hit his head he on a cactus? He fell into a cactus. Uh, yeah, that's horrifying. Uh, Brent is joining us. Hey, Brent, what happened? Hey, so I was working on one of those big freeway signs and just imagine being on top of a 60-foot extension ladder and you're tied off to it with a body harness and a lanyard and that thing just collapsing right underneath your feet and falling straight down 52 feet before oh, I hit the ground. 52 feet? Did you break yeah. anything? I fractured my back. I 
my back got fractured, and I did a resell my eyeball socket back together oh on the side. My. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a thing? <laughs> wow. It actually uh, knocked your eyes out of your head. That's so workman's no, comp forever? eyes out of the head. They just had to so open the eye. The socket on the side got because oh. I smashed the side of my face to the ladder. Did they look like those googly eye glasses that are uh, with the springs? <laughs> no, it was just the socket of the eyeball itself. Let us have this moment, Brent. But Thanks for the call. still oh, horrible. Oh, I don't know if anyone, either one of those is you the better option. You should never have to work again. Ever. Like, yeah, for okay. real. Did you 50 feet? Workman's comp. Does that exist in this instance? I mean, it certainly should. Rick joining us. What happened to you, Rick? Uh, I was in Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts, and we were camping at a snow camp out. But I was climbing down the side of the canyon wall, and I had dropped down onto a ledge that was about four four inches wide, but it was at a 45-degree angle. And when I dropped down to it, I realized that it was slanted, but I had dropped down farther than I could reach back up to get a handhold. So a buddy was there with me, weighed about half my weight, and he was reaching over, trying to grab my hand to pull me back up, but he would have went over with me, and I started slipping, and I just pushed off. About halfway down, my feet hit the side of the canyon wall, turned me upside down so that I hit <gasps> face first onto the bottom of the, the canyon. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I am so glad you are still with us. Yeah, because that we need all gone. the listeners oh that we can get. If you would have gosh. died, that would have been terrible for us. Um, <laughs> man, that is wild. Like, did you find that you had a new appreciation for life after that? You know what was weird is you know how you have the the falling dreams. Yeah. I never had a falling dream after that. Yeah, <laughs> you experienced worse than that. it. That's wild. Don't yeah. know that they were premonitions or anything like that, <laughs> but I've just never had one since. Going to Facebook here, uh, Pam, who is our friend Pam, mm-hmm. uh, that this this checks out for her and her personality. She said single story roof in college because they had couches on the roof and we were all drunk AF <laughs> and I fell off and my ring caught the rain gutter and nearly tore off my finger. She has oh. lived 1,000 lives, that woman. The fact that she is still alive is pretty amazing. Uh, Chris said an archery tree stand when I was 16. Oh, I mean, that's up there too. Marvin on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, fell off a telephone pole 32 feet up onto a chain link fence in the middle of the winter. Oh, so, so it's you, just hard. Just one bad Everything's thing hard. After the ground's night. hard. No give. Oh. I mean, you got to wonder what that sound made, though, like when you hit the chain link fence. Well, <laughs> sounds like a kid hitting a home run off with an aluminum baseball bat. For sure. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave message after the tone. Hey, um, I have a suggestion for a new segment on the show, Nude News of the Week. There's always some crazy news stuff happening in the world, and I think that would be hilarious to talk about on air. Message news. I actually love that. This was already a thing, guys. Were you not around on the internet in 1999 to 2002? I was eight. There was Naked News Network. No, no, I'm not talking about that. Where like the do you remember that? Yes, it was like the newscasters were all naked. It was the dumbest. No, but like the nude news of the week, where it's just only it's exclusively for the people that are naked committing crimes. Naked man heisting mayonnaise (laughs) in Florida, just outside the villages. It's always outside of the villages. Always outside of the villages, which is why. I want to move there. Please leave a message after the tone. What kind of fantasy things would you have in your house when you know you make it? Like you talk about Howard Stern having the limo up in the elevator. Like for me in my house, it would either be a walk-in refrigerator or a walk-in freezer and then a uh, indoor shooting range. I think that'd be pretty cool. Message deleted. Indoor shooting range. I mean, what about an indoor pool? Like I know no, that that's dude, the- it would just make everything so humid in your house. Yeah. Like, go to a like. Here's the thing: go to any like medium grade hotel near the highway, and you go to the pool. That's what it would be like. You you think it would be like that? Be like like you you think it's gonna be luxurious? And nah, man, it's just humid and smells of chlorine. That is not like no. no. What about a giant aquarium? What about, like, just a that's, house? That somebody else takes care of. <laughs> I'm just owning a house. <laughs> See, uh, if, that's my dream. If you're <laughs> rich, though, it. right, 
you could have one of those pools where like it's indoor outdoor, like the roof and the walls, you know, move and it's all yeah. of a sudden out. See, dude, yeah. I love those like giant retractable walls, essentially, like you're yeah. talking about, where you can have that really cool indoor outdoor living vibe. Like that is that's or the ones move. that are actually a floor that retracts down and turns into a pool. You ever seen those? Yeah, that's so yeah. crazy money stuff. We we have said this many times in radio, like. The only thing that, like, once we know we have made it, which, you know, we certainly have not nope. yet, <laughs> is that when we have our own private bathroom that we are the yep. arbiters of the keys for. Yep. So we can bring people into the fold of, like, who is allowed to use the restroom. That was a thing. Uh, my buddy worked in Charlotte where John Boy and Billy are based, and, you know, they're a big radio show on yep. 200 stations or whatever. But it, it wasn't just like they had their own private bathroom, because while that's cool, like you're saying, they were the only ones that were allowed to give out keys to the private bathroom. And so you knew that you had made it. Like but you were. What was the key? Like on a cinder block, and you had to ask for the code in order to get in. No, they like, would they would give you like a physical key that you could use to use the private. They bathroom. had the golden throne they, key. They did. They were the only ones, and then you knew that you were part of the club. Just, Howard, get, just go use the restroom. Howard had something very similar, and I believe he gave. If you remember Stern from way back when, gave I think it was Crazy Cabby, one of his guys, access to it, and then he shot an adult film. And the bathroom, and that was, he had his uh, privileges removed. Privileges uh, revoked uh, from that. So, I mean, that that's when we know we've made it. So we, we're still, I the would think, bathroom? many, I can, many. I can imagine something like that happening to us, but it would just be Mahoney doing a solo film in the bathroom. <laughs> can I just say, that's the lamest thing ever? What do you mean that's the lamest the, thing ever? We know when we've made it, when we get our own bathroom with a key. <laughs> Look. Let's be realistic with our expectations here. We just want a bathroom. I just want to let you know that I'm still waiting for my Hogwarts acceptance letter. I mean, I'm 30 years old, but a guy can dream, right? Message deleted. Oh, I mean, God. I'm sure they, like, Audrey, you've been to the uh, Hogwarts world at Universal, right? Yeah, I have. Do they give you, like, I mean, are there, like, upgrades you can do where you get, like, your uh, acceptance letter and you get to go ride all the rides or something? They give me my own key to the bathroom at Hogwarts? Don't no. you mock that. How dare you? Dude, that is a real dude, thing. This is one of our dreams. Yeah, how dare you? You guys have talked about it forever. But, no, they. it's funny because, Dave, your daughter just recently got into, into the Hogwarts world, really into Harry yeah, Potter. And Studios. they don't do that. But the whole immersive experience in the one in California, I've heard, is much different than the one in Florida. And I've only done the one in California. And whenever I was there, I felt like I was probably Sienna's age. Like I was seven years old, Sad reading the, the book for life. the very first time again. Yeah. And I am with this guy. We must be about the same age where it's like we're still all just waiting. And I'm actually really excited for the new show to come about, too. So, You know, I've never read or seen a Harry Potter book or film, I guess. I don't know. Is that never? Do you never, know why? Ever. Because you're not a nerd, Chris. Yeah, exactly. That's why. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Okay, guys, question for you. Let's rank them the absolute best child's toy. When you think about the thing that brought you the most joy when you were a child, what was it? I mean, the greatest gift of all time for me as a child was my BMX bike. I mean, just it gave you the freedom. You could jump ramps. You could just yeah. do all sorts of things that it just opened up new worlds for me. I think I got the most enjoyment out of a bike. Close number two. Nintendo Entertainment System. See, I would have thought that that would have been number one for you, Mahoney, because it has longevity. Your bike, you're not riding a bike anymore. <laughs> like you are but I'm also gaming. not playing Nintendo anymore. I can see, I can see Mahoney gaming. on like a beach cruiser. I can see you doing that on vacation. I mean, occasionally, but I mean, for the time like a as trike. a kid with a bike, <laughs> man, there were just, because you created for, so was, many memories on a bike with your friends. Yep. And Nintendo, there was memories and stuff, but mostly it was just throwing the controller at the TV when you were pissed off. It, it, it was the first taste of freedom. And yep. you got to think, I mean, the, the bikes for us growing up, that was kind of like our first, when I say freedom, like you could go wherever you wanted for the very first time. You know, kids today will never understand that there was just no interconnectivity. Like, we didn't have the internet like the internet Go is find now. find new friends, yeah. girls. Yeah, you, like, I remember there used to be some girls that lived down the street. They didn't live down the street. They would come in for summer vacation. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we'd all be, like, cruising by on our bikes like little creeps, you know, because we're, like, you know, 10, 11 years old, and they're around the same age, and we're just like, hey, try to holler. Because there was nothing else to do. We had to be outside. Our parents made us stay outside. Okay, let me ask you Literally this, Literally locked me out. Where do you think that a bouncy castle ranks as far as fun for a kid? Because for me... 
I, I remember distinctly the times that I got to play in a bouncy castle because it was fi- very few and far between. Sure, right? back then, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, was a, that was a rarity. Yeah, like the church would have a carnival and but maybe there would be. I like would a say bouncy for castle. birthdays and all that, bouncy castle probably rates pretty high. I would say like an eight out of ten. An eight out of ten for bouncy castle. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good times. And another thing, much like the trampoline, if you can master the art of launching your sibling, perfect. In, oh. Nothing better, Especially right? now they've got the, the aesthetic bouncy houses so that they don't look like uh, Ronald McDonald colors with the, Hell yeah, no, the Fisher, red, They're the Fisher Price colors. Fisher, yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is, I mean, the, they have the aesthetic ones, right? But the kids, they still get the most excited when they see the colorful ones. Of course they do like, we're, because we're just, that looks like it's fit for children. Everything else is fit for the parents. Yeah, it's fit for fun, right? But I mean, the kids still get the enjoyment out of the all white ones sure. that my wife forces me to rent. All the time, but the uh, I mean, we're, we're driving down the road and the kids will see a bouncy castle and they start freaking out because they just, house. there's a guy in Melbourne, Australia, um, and he is in the bouncy house castle business. Okay, and he decided that he was going to sabotage his competitors because he wanted to be the, the king. king of the bouncy castles. I mean, I mean, if you've got a castle, they need a king. His uh, his company called Awesome Party. Ranked like number it. one on Google. Like it. Uh, but it, the problem is that the way that he decided that he was going to become number one is not, you know, pay for SEO on Google, do a good better job, get a bunch service, of a better product. How no, did he do it, Dave? He was going to uh, light his competitors' bouncy houses on fire. Ah. Which uh. he didn't. Damn, I bet those things go up pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so he is flammable. being charged with 11 arson attacks over the course of two months. So this Too is like ready. an ongoing thing where he was burning down these bouncy castles, which is just really unfortunate See, because I'm, on the other side of that fire, sure, you're destroying your competitors. There's some kid's birthday party who is now ruined because they had that castle book. See, but I feel like this is the other competitors, uh, you know, lack of preparation because everybody knows any good castle would have a moat around it. Uh, Probably would have prevented yeah, from getting burned yeah, down. Yeah. Yep. Let's, uh, let's, 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 let's victim blame. Mommy. Also, just steal <laughs> the bouncy houses and then use them as, they don't come with a VIN number. Like, mean, they won't be able to track back the bouncy just, houses. Just use them for your own advantage. Yeah, throw a coat of paint on that. Yeah, yeah, what just, the heck? just pop them or something. I mean, anything but burning them down, right? So, now this guy's on the hook. He's also known as the dude who is willing to go to no lengths to stop his competition. That's not a very good They're going to put him in a uh, bouncy prison. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So here's something that will probably make you feel old. What's that, Dave? Honey Boo Boo just graduated from high school. Uh, That doesn't really feel make me feel that old because I feel like... I don't know. Is anybody else just surprised she graduated? That was yeah. That's actually the more surprising yeah. thing out of this is that, yeah, Honey Boo Boo actually did graduate from high school, which good for her because, boy, she, uh, you know, she had a pretty tough putt there with coming up from toddlers and tiaras, you know, and just all the nonsense with her mom and her mom's crazy boyfriend and all the rampant drug use and everything else. Mm-hmm. Then you mix that with this weird, make a weird concoction of all of that plus some money and some fame and everything else. It just... And drugs. Uh, yeah. And, you know, whether or not she is going to uh, to make it out entirely, I don't know. But this seems like a very positive step. So good for Honey well, Boo Boo. You know, uh, we wish you the best in your next endeavor, just so long as it's not another dumb reality show. Another dumb Fast and Furious movie, but not really that dumb when it comes to money. Universal's Fast X had a North American debut of $67.5 million Wild. for its opening Who weekend. Who sees these movies, man? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Of all the people out there... That I know and hang out with, no one is ever excited about a fat. And I know it's not for me, but it's just like sixty-seven point five million dollars. That is a massive. Is the weekend. action just unreal? Maybe it, the audience is giving it a pretty good score. Eighty-six percent fresh from the audience. I mean, the critics, uh, you know, uh, it's not obviously for it's not for coming in at fifty-four percent fresh with the critics. I mean, I remember watching the very first Fast and Furious movie in the theaters, but I was also like twenty years old. Right. At the time, so I get it. It's geared for dumb kids who want to see just whatever. But I also feel like is there a, is that an audience for twenty year olds anymore? I mean, clearly it's working. Over kids don't, so, even, kids don't even get their driver's license anymore. I mean, twenty or sixty four million dollars <laughs> is actually pretty low for well, a fast. fast. Pure, but so, but overseas is where they really raked it in. Two hundred and fifty four million dollars on the international debut. They did over a quarter billion dollars opening weekend wow. for, for this one overseas. So, wow. I mean, 67.5 is a huge opening by almost any standards, but you're right. It is lower returns than some of the other ones that we've seen. 
So we've uh, we've known the guys from Imagine Dragons for a long time, um, since they were a, a baby band. But this is actually kind of cool. Hulu has announced that Imagine Dragons Live in Vegas is a new documentary uh, centering around the the pop rock band. And I mean, Imagine Dragons is kind of like crossover into almost every genre, right? Like you hear the commercial. In the, yeah, you hear very commercial. They're one of the most successful. commercially successful bands in the world right now. And they actually have a pretty interesting story as well. Um, and they're going to tell that story on Hulu. So Imagine Dragons Live in Vegas premieres July 14th on Hulu. Are they going to talk about how uh, Dan Reynolds is all of a sudden wearing his uh, shirts off of his body more frequently now? I want to know I the origin like... story of that. I want to know the origin story of Dan Reynolds' uh, nipples called, being he, free. He, he got buff and, you know, he's, and divorced? Sing, he's and then single divorced. now. Yeah, that's, that's normally that's... how it goes. Either you get, you get divorced and then buff or you get buff and then divorced. I thought he yeah. was with Minka Kelly. Is that super single? Oh, well, no, but that, after he got divorced from, like, the mother of his children, you know. But, uh, look, he's a huge rock star quite literally and figuratively, and uh, they're going to tell the story on Hulu. Uh, Mahoney, you'll appreciate this last one here. Uh, John Wick is something that you've loved since the very first one. I mean, if we're talking about dumb action movies that have held up, uh, that is my personal favorite genre outside of Mission Impossible right now. So they're saying that the John Wick action film franchise has just passed a huge milestone, a billion dollars at the global box office. Wow. Billion. Um, Yeah. So John Wick Chapter 4 earned $425 million. And basically, each one has gone up, uh, not just in the dollar amount that's but in brought popularity up, but, as well, but, right? And, and the ratings that it's getting from critics as well as the audience. Uh, chapter three was three hundred and twenty-six million. Chapter two was one hundred and seventy-one, and the first one only eighty-seven point eight million dollars. But that's this is how you build a franchise, right? Like each one gets better and makes more money, and here you go, you got a billion dollars. And franchise. just build it around Keanu Reeves. Funny how like you know all his series seem to work out. I uh, gotta love Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Just a good dude too. Dave Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I got a question. Trying to solve the problems that might be caused by artificial intelligence. Shouldn't we first fix the problems caused by natural stupidity? Message deleted. Hard to hear. So if we want to fix the problems caused by artificial intelligence, should we fix the problems caused by natural stupidity first? So, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question, but right now it feels like kind of the last opportunity to stop artificial intelligence. And I know that that's almost impossible. blowing it out of proportion. Uh, it's, right. It's sure. You can find. We figured out a way to have a program get and condense articles from Wikipedia, essentially, and create fake art. Yeah. There's. So, we are so far to go before the robots turn on us. You don't think that it's concerning because a lot of jobs are being lost right now? I don't think there's a lot of jobs. I think that's journalism. Uh, I think. I think it's a. Well, journalism's been in a free fall for True. decades, but way before chat GPT ever became a thing. Yeah. And that's other, you know, many other issues that are uh, at play there. And on the upside, if uh, somebody's been trying to force you to be a journalist and you're not, now there's an outlet for it because you no longer have to write stupid articles that you don't want to write. Yeah, if you work for a radio company that all they want you to do is produce uh, just uh, <laughs> uh, web articles all day, every day. Hey, you found a solution. Not this one, by the way. No. They're cool to us. They also know we don't know how to use the web. What? They also know we don't know how to use the web, so they don't. It'll make us. Yeah, the internet, pre- the, the internet's tricky. I appreciate. It. So I accidentally dropped my phone in the toilet this morning, but don't worry, I cleaned it off. Still works. It's all good. Thanks. Message deleted. I will say that is one of the Ooh. good things about having the uh, water resistance uh, coating, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, for the iPhones these days, is that if you do drop it into the toilet, that it still will work. Do you just take it out and just continue on normal business? Yeah, I think you rinse it off. You just rinse it off. Give it, you get some paper towels. Yeah. What are you going to do, buy a whole new $1,300 phone? No, no, but I mean, like, do you, like, go through the process of, like, you say rinse it off. Like, do you use soap? Or do you just, like, run like it a under Clorox the, wipe. Run it under the, just water, and you're like, all right. Water's just, fine. Yeah. Even in a public toilet? Sure. Okay. I mean, what I, else yeah, are you going to do? My, I need my phone, man. I'm addicted. There's no, uh, what, I, I got a bonus 
it's not even thirteen. Some of the like the higher end iPhones now are like sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, Mahoney, really? you're you're so right. Like whenever I am in the throes of my phone addiction, if I were to drop it in the toilets because I was already on it, yep. like I'm already on the drip. I, there, there's no way that I might even just make a phone call real quick just to test my immunities. Jeez, oh, <laughs> please leave a message. That's right. Yeah, we're we're not. What? I mean, we're not. We're, you we're, love we're talking not, over the intro of that voicemail. We're not well, going to we be. Can't see when you're going to click the button, yeah, Dave. Dave. Yeah, we're not going to be coddled. We're not afraid of germs, man. When we were kids, we played out in the dirt. I ate dirt. <laughs> I ate poop. We uh, are. We up. are dirt. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we are. We Hi, are dirt. Your friendly neighborhood conspiracy theorist calling in. I was out for my morning walk and I saw something strange in the sky. It was definitely not a bird or a plane, if you know what I mean. But you might want to keep an eye out because the aliens could be coming to take over any day now. Message deleted. Mahoney believes in aliens, but he believes that aliens don't want to mess with us because we're too stupid to care about. When they come here, unless we're delicious. in mass, they they would just destroy us. Because if you've mastered interplanetary travel at this point, you are so far beyond what we can do. Like if you are here, we're not we're not seeing them with our with our bare eyes. So you think it's like government drones that they just don't want to tell us about. I mean, a UFO is just technically something that you can't identify that's flying. Like Everyone thinks there's a little green alien in all of them. And there's all sorts of experimental government projects that they don't tell us about. One of my favorite things that happened during the pandemic or just whenever we finally were like released back into the wild was whenever the White House was like, yeah, 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 UFOs. And we were all just like, okay. Like, oh. We've been so concerned about UFOs yeah. for years and years and years. Decades. And then you lock us inside for a little while and we're just like, whatever, I mean, man. Like, fine. I'll just send me, send me back out there with the aliens, bro. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So we are officially now the puppy show. Audrey has brought her uh, her puppy in again today, which, by the way, it's an adorable dog. I, I don't think anyone's mad at this. Uh, one of our coworkers did kind of make a comment the other day. They're like, oh, we're bringing our dogs in now, huh? Like, oh, no, but he's a dog guy, too, so yeah. I, I didn't take it in any type of way. Uh, okay. Uh, because this dog has uh, has developed quite the fandom. By the way, if you want to see, uh, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Mahoney just zoomed Stream, in. Streaming it right now. Yeah. You can also go to our Instagram at Dave Mahoney. Pictures of little Elmo. Mm-hmm. She is really cute. And uh, something happened that I thought was interesting. Uh, our producer, Chris, came in and, you know, he loves dogs as well um, and was holding your dog and then straight up just asked you if he could borrow your dog to try to pick up chicks. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it like that. That's what you meant? Didn't you? It's a good conversation starter. <laughs> and uh, Audrey, you've experienced this firsthand, what you're calling puppy privilege. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Because like you just said, Chris actually went to go get coffee with me last week and he witnessed it. I, I, I've talked about this and how people kind of are flocking to her whenever I'm out and about. And Chris, again, got to see it whenever we went out for coffee and women are just freaking out over this puppy. Yeah. And with that being said, with the puppy privilege, I noticed it yesterday um, to a different degree where I had gone to the nail salon and a lady just straight up who was doing my nails was like, you know what? I just, I'm not going to charge you for this part of the service. And I was like, what? Okay. Why? I was like, why? But I didn't say anything, but she was just like so enamored with Elmo and was just like asking me all these questions and petting her and holding her and the whole thing. And then I went to go get a tea um, from a shop right next door. And a lady straight up was like, oh my gosh, you go, go ahead, go in front of me. And I was like, so now I'm cutting in, in, in the lines. Like people are just like putting out the red carpet literally for Elmo right now. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm bringing with you, you with me everywhere because puppy privilege is real. It gets you further than pretty privilege. That is hilarious. <laughs> I think it's probably a combination, a combination yeah. too, going on here. Because you're, you're attractive already and then you have the puppy. But um, I do feel like, I mean, this puppy is such a good icebreaker that if you don't let Chris borrow it so he he can, uh, you know, meet the the woman of his dreams. Yeah, I it's thought a waste. you love love. See, but you can't yeah. be catfishing. This is dog fishing. You can't be dog fishing <laughs> women out there with a puppy that's not yours. No, uh, you, but you're like, hey, I've got this adorable puppy on draw anytime that I want, this, but none of the responsibilities. This so is the 2020. 2023 version of taking a like a, a dating like a Match.com or an eHarmony.com picture of you sitting on your friend's Corvette pretending that it's yours. <laughs> That's fair. I can see Chris leaning on somebody else's BMW. Just Holding the dog. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>